episode i don't even know at this point um no idea how long we it's been a while we've been away for a few weeks um yeah i don't know what episode we're on and what we haven't haven't released yet so sorry for that we haven't really been on it the past uh, few weeks it's been kind of strange uh just really everything has been strange um including this week's episode it's going to be definitely the weirdest one we've ever done um just to kind of give you guys a hint of what's going on um me and Eli kind of decided like in the midst of this, uh, you know, quarantine thing we've had, well, first off, it's been, you know, crazy trying to figure out a time that we can both, uh, you know, sit down and record. I've just been super slammed with work as has, you know, Eli has been super stressed and everything. Um, it's just, you know, it's a weird season in our life. It's putting a lot on us. Uh, and so we kind of decided that it would be a cool idea to, put out an episode. I still want to, you know, put out some content for you guys. It's uh, definitely enjoyable for me and I want to, you know, give you a little bit of normalcy in this uh, crazy time. Um, Man, this is really depressing, isn't it? Um, But yeah, we decided to each record our own episode and then just kind of like put them together. So Eli's not with me today. I'm just going to kind of ramble into this microphone for you know, between five minutes and two hours, who knows? So we'll see what happens. That's going to be the weird part too. I haven't listened to Eli's portion yet. I have no idea what he talked about. He has no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, we're just going to kind of ramble and see what happens. Um, so, cause I, I want things to be kind of like fairly normal, but obviously it's not. Um, and I think it's okay to talk about that. So let's get into it. Um, Oh yeah, the that song you heard was uh, "Hello, It's Me" by Todd Rundgren. Uh, I don't really know why I decided to go with that song. I heard it on my Spotify the other day. It, you know, suggested it, and I was like, "Man, this is a good jammer." You know, uh, I, I, if you know me, you know I like yacht rock, so uh, it's a really good. You know, you just put that song on when you're on a boat, and <laughs> uh, and everything just is fine. Um, so anyway, let's get into the episode, uh, my portion anyway. I am going to start off by a little bit of a what you drinking. Uh, I've actually decided to go with a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey today called Blade and Bow. Uh, whiskey on the rocks. I'm having it with two ice cubes. Uh, and I'm, I'm becoming more of a whiskey guy, I think. And, I, and I, I like that. These kind of like higher end whiskeys, not like super high end, but like you know, not the cheap stuff. You can definitely tell like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, I've, I, I've always hated whiskey because I was drinking like Jack Daniels and obviously, uh, that's different. But, um, this one, 
So this is from Blade and Bow in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, it's aged in charred American white oak barrels to create a whiskey with notes of sweet toasted cereal, warm winter spice, and dried fruits, uh, which sounds delicious to me. So, yeah, that's so good. It's so it's smooth. You know, I, I like I like putting a couple of ice cubes in it because it makes it not super you know alcoholy, and I think it brings out the flavors a little bit more because you can focus in on. Uh, what you're tasting rather than just, oh my God, that's so strong. Maybe that's like super unrefined of me. And maybe I'll get to the point where I enjoy a neat whiskey. Hopefully that's my, that's my goal. You got to have goals. Uh, anyway, what else? Um, oh yeah. So I, I, I was going to talk about, I have a, I have something that I've been into lately. I have a uh, Mitch's YouTube corner for you. So let's do that. Okay, so I have been uh, missing sports. Like, I'm not a huge sports guy, but I I love baseball. And obviously, with the uh, COVID, there should be baseball going on right now, but there's not, uh, which has made me like sadder than I thought I would be. Um, I'm really missing it. So uh, I've been binging just a bunch of like baseball highlights on YouTube and everything. It's been, uh, it's it, it held me over a little bit, uh, to say the least. Um, and also, as you know, I'm a big Reds fan. So one thing that I did was I went back and watched the entire 1990, uh, world series, uh, the four, uh, the fourth game, uh, A's versus Reds, uh, Reds one and four. Uh, and I've, I've never seen it before, which is, you know, shocking because I, I love the Reds, but I just had some time to kill. So I went back and watched the whole game and it was a blast, man. It, 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 it was crazy. The craziest part is, uh, how, if you go back and watch it, like sports, primarily like baseball in general, were so weird in the nineties. It was so different. Um, here's a couple like things that happened in this world series game. All right. So like early on, like second or third inning, uh, the reds manager comes out and like talks to the empires and like, what's going on here? Uh, and then they'd find out that somebody is in the outfield shining a flashlight, uh, into the eyes of the Reds players that are batting, uh, which is crazy. And then they like zoom in on this guy and there's this whole altercation out in the stands, uh, in the outfield. And they end up like taking this guy's flashlight away. And I don't think they kicked him out. Like they just took a flashlight away and be like, Hey, don't do that. Like it's the world series game. And this dude is flashing a flashlight in the Reds players eyes, crazy stuff. Um, and then later on in the game, there's like a balloon that just like flies onto the field and the A's pitcher like pops it and puts it in his back pocket. Like what is going on here? You're in the world series. This is bananas, man. There's, it's a circus out here. There's people shining flashlights in people's eyes, balloons being thrown onto the field. So yeah, the A's pitcher picks it up, pops it and throws it in his back pocket. Like for, I assume the rest of the game. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then probably the craziest part about it is like, not only did that wild stuff happen, uh, the Reds won and uh, this is, you know, going to be controversial. They shouldn't have won. It was bullshit. Um, they were down zero to one the entire game. And then finally in the eighth inning, they get somebody on base and then they bunt to advance that guy 
to second base and they end up being like safe on, you know, that they weren't able to make the throw in time. So he was safe on second and first. And then the next guy comes up in the eighth inning and bunts again. They bunted twice in a row to load their bases. Uh, and then after that, somebody came up and I think got like an, a legitimate hit that time and scored the runner. So they ended up winning two to one. Uh, but if you think about it, they essentially won because they bunted twice in a row in like the final hours of the World Series game, which is crazy. Like, I, you know, bunting is for for pussies. But anyway, it's a different uh, different story. Okay, so Erica just came into the room while I was like talking to myself, and I like felt so weird. This is so weird. I felt like super self conscious about it, um, and she had the idea of like, what if you just put a picture of Eli up so you can pretend you're like talking to him? So that's what I did. I, I, I've got a picture of Eli up on my desktop now, so it it seems less weird. Although I don't know, it's that it's probably weirder. But anyway, um, let's get back into it. There's the the next thing I was going to talk about. Um, something kind of cool that I've been working on. Um, I was talking to my buddy Tanner and he got me into like investing in stocks, which is kind of cool. Um, I never thought I'd be a stock guy, but there's this app called Robinhood that makes it like super easy to get into it. Not a sponsor. Um, and I, I was debating on talking about this because I don't want it to sound like this is kind of, you know, coming off as kind of cringy. Like, but yeah, there's this app called Robinhood and you can invest in stocks and it'll kind of tell you like what the, uh, you know, what popular stocks are out there, what are they doing? You can kind of keep an eye on it. Um, and I, I invested a little bit and I started making like, and the reason I got into it now is because like, obviously the economy is in shambles. The stock market just plummeted. Um, it'll pretty much never be this low in our lifetimes, I hope. Um, so I decided to, yeah, just start investing now just to kind of take advantage of some of those crazy low, um, stocks that are out there. And I've already made like 20 bucks in a couple weeks, which is kind of cool. Um, and I, you know, hope that it continues to go up and, you know, more and more. Um, and it's, it's just kind of a cool idea, just uh, <laughs> making money off for doing nothing. Like, uh, you know, put some money in there and let it sit for a while and don't think about it. And boom, at the end of the you know time, hopefully the idea is if you do it well and smart, uh, you'll have money in for not doing a damn bit of work, which is uh, I'm super into that idea. Um, so here's the cringy part I was talking about earlier. Uh, and I was debating saying this, but if you are interested, hit me up. Uh, I can uh, I've been doing a, quite a bit of research and I kind of know what uh, to look for. And uh, if you are interested in that Robinhood app, l let me know. I can send you an invite and then we'll each get a free stock. So there was the free uh, part in the, I uh, uh, didn't mean to, you know, try to sound all mid-level marketing uh, uh, thing on you because it is legit. It's actual stocks. It's not like a, I'm not selling Pampered Chef or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, that being said, that did sound kind of thirsty. So hit me up. All right. Send me that, you know, dumb digits. Anyway, um, one other thing I've been doing in my downtime is I started getting into Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I didn't really, I've never got into before, which I don't understand why, because if we, we, we talked about Seinfeld a few episodes ago, and I'm such a big Seinfeld fan, but uh, I never really got into Curb, which is, you know, Larry David created it, produced it, stars in it. Um, featuring a whole lot of other like celebrities. Um, and I watched a long time ago, I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah, this is just okay. I don't, you know, think I'll get into it. And then one of my friends, Pistol was like, dude, it's 
my favorite show ever. You have to give it another watch. Uh, and then I did, and then I watched a couple more episodes, and now I'm like, I'm not, and that was like a week ago, and I'm on like season three now. So uh, I'm glad I went back and gave it another shot. So check out Curb Your Enthusiasm if you like Seinfeld. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, it even features, you know, some of the Seinfeld characters like, you know, uh, Jason Alexander and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus make a make a comeback, which is cool. Yeah, so I guess I'll kind of get into the reasoning that we decided to have this weird episode. Uh, it's just because the world has been super insane lately, um, and it has, and I'm sure it has been for all of you guys too. And just uh, you know, just want you to know I'm thinking about you, and hopefully this you know blows over at some point soon because um, it's exhausting. Everybody I talk to is in a you know very similar mood where you know. It's it's kind of scary, like because I you know I, I am taking it seriously, uh, but at the same time, like you know I'm ready to get out and you know go to bars and stuff again. You take that stuff for granted. Uh, I'm ready to be able to watch baseball again, and uh, it's been yeah, it's been kind of like emotionally draining, not you know being able to hang out with friends like you know you normally did. So that that kind of stuff you used to take for granted is becoming very very like real and relied upon now, and uh, it's kind of taken it out of me. And I know I've talked to Eli about it, and I know he kind of feels the same way. Um, and I'm not this big like extrovert either, where I need to go out and you know, hang out with people because honestly I'm, I'm kind of not. I I do enjoy being at home, but it's a totally different you know, feeling when you, you feel like you're forced to be at home. Um, cause the, yeah, the other thing I was going to talk about is, um, I was listening to a podcast lately where they were talking about like introverts versus extroverts and how they are reacting to everything. Um, and I found out that somebody on there was talking about how there is such a thing called an ambivert, which I didn't even realize was a thing. I thought you were just one or the other. Um, and I really kind of like identified with that. Um, the idea of an ambivert is somebody that is uh, can be both an introvert and an extrovert that has both tendencies. Uh, and then depending on the situation, you know, and even like depending on the people that they're around, um, they can be both. And I and I think that definitely kind of uh, describes me. Um, like I do enjoy being at home and. Uh, sometimes I, I just need a day to, you know, relax and, and the idea of hanging out with people and being on and entertaining is, you know, too much. It's too, it's too much, man. I don't want to do it. Uh, but there's a lot of times where I, I thrive on that, man. Like if I can't, you know, hang out with people, you get lonely, you get bored and it's, yeah, this is raw. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the, that's been one of the weird, the weirdest things about this. Like you realize, man, I am, <laughs> I like people more than I thought I did, uh, which is, I guess, a weird thing. Um, and then the other reason we haven't, you know, been very good about putting out episodes lately uh, is just because, like, the, you know, I, I, I don't want to turn this into a bitch fest, but I am gonna bitch for a minute. Um, and it, it's kind of, uh, it, it's kind of twofold. I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying. I am in a very fortunate, blessed position with my job where um, they're doing pretty well right now, and I am incredibly busy, uh, and I know that there are a lot of people out there that are not in the same boat. They're, the economy has kind of ruined their jobs. They're having to file for unemployment. They can't get unemployment. They're worried about you know bills and everything. So the very first thing I'm going to say is I am absolutely blessed, and I recognize that uh, I'm not in that position, and it's 
a huge blessing. I, and I don't, I'm not going to, you know, say otherwise. That being said, um, it's been, it's been so stressful because we've been incredibly busy and we've had to navigate this whole working from home thing. And the system that we have kind of like crashes all the time. So I'm only able to be like half as efficient as I normally am. Uh, and then that eventually leads to me working like 55 hours a week. Like I'm pretty sure last week I clocked 55 hours. Um, and even on weekends, like, yeah, I'm going to level with you guys for a minute. Like I haven't had a day off since this thing started. Like, of course, I, you know, I have scheduled days off and weekends, um, but I'm, you know, I, I'm still doing on my days off. I'm working three, at least three hours a day, um, or, or else it just won't, won't get done. And it's a very stressful position to be in. Like, you know, having, feeling forced to have to work every single day for however long this has been going on, you know, month and a half at this point. Um, and then, you know, right now there's not a real end in sight and I don't know how much longer it's going to be. Like, you know, I love my job and I'm not going to, you know, I hate to, you know, complain about, you know, everything for so long, but it, it takes a mental toll on you. No matter how much you love your job, you have to have a day off to step away from it all. And I haven't gotten that <laughs> in a couple months and I don't know when I will. So that is so draining. And the, the worst part about that is the reason I'm bringing it up is because uh, working from home, I'm in my, you know, my recording studio all day. That's where my computer is and my desk and everything. So um, I have to be in this room for 55 hours a week. And it's also where I record the podcast. So when I'm in here for 55 hours a week, working my ass off, stressed about everything, the last thing, you know, the last thing on, on my mind is... Um, you know, being in here for another couple hours to record an episode, another hour to edit it. Um, it's a blast and I love doing it, but still like the, the emotional toll it has on you just being stuck in this room for most of your life, <laughs> it's starting to weigh on me for sure. So that's why we've taken a few weeks off just cause, um, there's just an incredibly amount of, you know, stuff going on right now. Um, and yeah, just it's it's weird working in the same room that you like create in because it's like, you know, after this 10 hour shift here, I'm the yeah, I'm not going to do this. Um and then also like, you know, my my job is like I have to be on all the time and uh you know, I, I pretty much talk to people for a living, so I have to, you know, <laughs> be on and sound smart and be fun, and be a nice guy, and you know, after doing that for 50 hours a week, the last thing I want to do is be on, you know, even if it's with, even if it's with my best friend, Eli, I guess that kind of goes back to that, uh, uh, introvert thing. Like I need some time to recharge the batteries or, you know, I, you know, I, I straight up told him like, I'm, you know, I'm down to do a, a podcast this weekend, but I'm not fun, man. Like <laughs> I'm not in a good mood to do this and you're going to have to kind of carry the team. And he was like, Oh, that's cool. We'll just take a little break. Um, so, and I, and I think the, the, the important part there is like, you you have to allow yourself the freedom to take a break for your for your own mental health yeah the 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 point is like don't overwork yourself for the sake of other people like your mental health relies on it and if you don't take a break every now and then it's going to blow up in a big way um so i think that's kind of been my my weird situation lately when it comes to like the podcast and why we've been so quiet is like I'm, I mean, I, I love this and I love doing it, but I got to take some time to 
<laughs> or else I'm going to go crazy. So um, anyway, that was that. Yeah, it's it's a weird time. And I hope you guys are, you know, staying safe and uh, have, you know, not going insane yet. Anyway, yeah, I didn't mean to get uh, just super negative because um, yeah, I, I, let me. So with that being said, I want to I want to kind of book in this with some uh, some positivity that I've kind of been thinking about, too, because um, I don't think it's all bad, uh, despite what I've just you know been saying. Um, one thing that I think cool will come of this is when there's like trauma, you know, if you think back to like 9-11, like the whole world went through that together. And, you know, as terrible as it was, like we experienced something together and we learned to kind of, you know, not take things for granted and, you know, hug your families, call your mom, all that good stuff. And, um, with the whole world going through, you know, this trauma together, we, I I think we're going to be in a better place. Hopefully when this all is, you know, said and done that, um, we'll really be able to look back on it and, you know, think like, oh man, that was, that was crazy. But at least, you know, we have each other and we'll be able to appreciate, uh, you know, each other more and not be such a dick to people you see on the street. Um, and also just part, you know, participate in, you know, things and, you know, like go to parks and stuff. Like, you know, I've never had the inclination to go to a park, but now that I can't, like, maybe I should go. So see what that's all about. Um, yeah, just to, you know, get out into the world and experience the things that we have in front of us and, uh, and enjoy the people around us too, because, and not take them for granted. So, uh, if there's a bit of positivity to this, I think it's that, um, you know, we experienced something together and yes, it was crazy and yes, it sucked. But, um, for the most part, we, we made it through, uh, and we have each other to, uh, you know, we, we have each other for accountability and to, you know, have these types of deep conversations about with, you know, All right. How can we turn this around and make it more fun now? Because that was kind of a bummer and I apologize. I do have something that I've been cranking lately. I've been getting, uh, I've got a few more vinyl lately, but I got, uh, I got a White Stripes album. I got a Black Keys album and I got, uh, I got Maggot Brain by Funkadelic, which is such a good album, uh, especially on vinyl. Um, but yeah, check out, uh, yeah, Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Um, it's just such a solid album front to back. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Um, that's about it. I think I'm uh, pretty much out of stuff to talk about. So I appreciate you guys listening in for this long. It's been a weird one. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be we'll be back soon. We do have some cool ideas that we're uh, working on uh, when we are more sane. So I look forward to that. Uh, check out the Facebook, Instagram, Knuckleball Studios. Uh, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up if you want that Robinhood app. I'll uh, I'll get you a free stock. God, I hate myself for saying that. Um, Stamps.com. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. That was Bachman Turner Overdrive's Let It Ride, one of my favorite uh, songs. 
really love that song. Good song. So yeah, welcome back to probably the weirdest episode that we will ever do. Um, Mitch is not here with me. It is just me. Um, and we are taking a very different route today. Um, essentially, you know, we kind of got stuff going on, didn't really know what to do. I think we're just doing <laughs> separate episodes that will fit together. I don't even know. I don't even know when this is going to come out. So I'm kind of just rolling with the idea that I had, and we're going to just let Mitch uh, figure it out. <laughs> um, but this is going to serve a little bit like an update, and uh, just, to, just to put something out there, uh, and just to have a little bit more of a concrete update for people and, and, and just to, to give you something to listen to. So by far, not a normal episode, probably not even normal length of an episode, but give you a little, give you a little taste, give you a little taste of a few things. So I kind of have a little bit of an outline here, uh, just some bullet points of things that I want to, I want to get through and I want to talk about. Um, so we're going to run through those, um, update you on a few things, talk about a few things, and then, uh, yeah, you can, you can move on with your life. Um, however, in the true spirit of the podcast, I am going to go ahead and break into the fridge here because I'm going to be drinking something. So still recording at the same time that we typically do. Um, and what I have is, uh, something that I thought would be nice and refreshing, something easy to drink on a Sunday morning and not get drunk, uh, this time. Cause I have things to do. Uh, it is, I, I am drinking, oh, what, <laughs> what are you drinking? Eli? Oh, I'm drinking this. Uh, it's, I don't know if anybody's had, oh God, actually this is like weirdly prophetic. I didn't even think about this. Well, I have a Corona hard seltzer, <laughs> um, which in hindsight may have been a bad decision. Um, but what it comes down to is Corona makes these hard seltzers in the spirit of White Claw. Uh, I have the cherry flavor, which I don't even think is one that I particularly like. I don't remember. I just think these are like 10 times better than White Claw. Um, so personally, if you haven't tried the Corona ones, uh, try them because I think they're better than White Claw. But <sighs> That's going to bother a few people. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Definitely not too heavy on the cherry. And the ingredients, it says alcohol from sugar. There's got to be like a bunch of sugar in these. I don't know. Maybe not. But yeah, they're pretty good. Something fairly easy for the palate. All right. Well, now that alcohol's involved, let's... uh let's get this going. So my first bullet point is the current state of things. So right now, uh, Mitch has got some stuff going on. Um, I have stuff going on. Everybody's got stuff going on. Pretty understandable. Um, I think with, with current events and, and, and because of COVID it, um, has affected aspects of our lives that I don't think we ever thought maybe would be affected. And, um, truthfully, I, I don't, I, I don't really know, um, a lot of the things that Mitch is dealing with. Um, cause truthfully we haven't talked. I, I, um, personally, this is, this is where I stand is, you know, I am currently working, which is a blessing, a hard thing to do, but is a blessing because I do still have to deal with the public. Um, 
which is not something I necessarily want to do, but you know, I am, I am thankful to, you know, have steady pay. Um, my fiance, unfortunately, uh, is having to furlough for certain amounts of time. Um, so, you know, that can be kind of stressful because, you know, we rely on both of our incomes and, you know, she kind of has to, uh, it's very confusing and just not easy. You know, it's not an easy thing to be thrust upon you and, you know, and, and it's just stressful and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel good. You know, I think we're definitely both people who, who want to work, who want to go to work. Um, so when that's kind of like taken away from you, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to adjust to. Um, but you know, we're, we're mitigating that. Um, um, but also, you know, we were actually, uh, supposed to get married this year and now that has kind of had to be postponed. I mean, we just don't know when, uh, we can, you know, we may still be able to get married in a time frame that we would be able to, but you know, we definitely have to push it just in the sheer fact that, you know, we can't plan a wedding right now. Um, you know, so that's difficult. Um, you know, I also have like a few, you know, personal things going on with my family. That's, you know, just, just adding to the stress. Uh, I woke up one day and my, just my car wouldn't start. Um, so when all this kind of came together for me, I reached out to Mitch. I basically just said like, I got to put the podcast in the backseat, man. Like I need, I need time to get up on, you know, Sunday or during the week when typically I try to like get something together from, for, you know, if I, if I have an episode, you know, when, whenever I would work on it, it's just, you know, not that it's this giant amount of time, but it's enough time and it's enough effort and energy that I didn't, you know, I basically just said like, you know, I just need time to focus on this other stuff, um, which I got. Um, I mean, that was, that really was about two or three weeks ago. Um, and I really have not talked to Mitch very much, you know, because, you know, this happens and, you know, typically that's what it, it is, what it is, you know, there, there's plenty of Sundays or, or days that we record and it's just like, you know, Hey man, I can't record today. It's like, all right, we'll get it next time, you know, but I know it's important to us to like really be committed to the whole idea because I feel like it's really easy to fall off and not you know, put out episodes consistently and to not like, you know, finish through with ideas and, you know, cause we, there's quite a few things that we're, I don't think we're ever going to get back to. Um, and we don't like to do that. We want to be consistent and do it. And, you know, also this isn't a huge amount of effort, but I guess you would be surprised at some, sometimes, um, maybe we're putting too much thought into it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but that was kind of my state. Um, after a few weeks though, you know, I kind of just, I know personally I put into effect the idea that I, I kind of just felt like I was rolling over a little bit, you know, being a little bit too bunch, too, too passive in regards to just life in general. And I felt that I really needed to like wake up is how I felt. I needed to like, you know, pick myself up, stand on my two feet and be like, no, you know, like, okay, no, I can't really go see my friends right now. I can't really do uh, some of the stuff that I want to do right now are able to do. It's really hard to see family. And I, and I was just like, you know what though, if I'm going to be home all the time, which typically I am anyways, um, 
I, I want to work on knuckleball. I want to work on the podcast. I want to do stuff. So I kind of had a change of heart where I wanted to kind of just double down and work on everything because I felt like I was going to lose my mind if I did. Um, and this is when I brought up to Mitch about recording again. And, you know, Mitch was honest with me and he told me, you know, he's got a lot going on right now. Um, we didn't really get into that. I mean, I think it's clear to say that I think it's needed to be said for anybody who doesn't know Mitch or doesn't communicate with him on a daily basis. Um, he's a notoriously bad texter. Um, he will not answer text at all ever. Um, and I do it too sometimes, but, uh, yeah, Mitch is not a proponent of his phone. He doesn't like to be on his phone, uh, which I really respect. He, he's much more of a present individual. Um, but definitely, um, you kind of like text with them and, and you're like, oh, maybe we're going to have a text conversation and then you don't. So we, we talk on the phone a lot, um, but we haven't even done that. So I haven't really spoke to Mitch in like two or three weeks, uh, which is an odd feeling. Um, but you know, that's okay. My boy got to do what my boy got to do. Uh, and you know, maybe, I, I think the plan is somewhat that after I'm done, you should get some kind of uh, update from Mitch. So maybe we'll all kind of, you know, make sure he's doing okay. Because um, that is a, a big thing right now to be able to, you know, check in on people, make sure they're doing okay. Because it's just things are being affected that I think you never think would be affected. And also, it's just a lot of inner it's just a lot more energy you have to put into a normal day and things you have to work around and anxiety and fear you have and but also like putting your best foot forward like it's it's fucking exhausting um and i know i've definitely stumbled as of late and had some unfortunate coping mechanisms is the best way i could put it so you know but you know with all that being said i'm doing all right uh, just trying to make the best out of, you know, what the current situation is and just moving forward. And that's kind of why I'm doing this, you know, um, just to, just to do something, you know, just, just to keep moving things along. Uh, cause I do think that we've worked too hard on the podcast and, and too hard on working on what we want knuckleball to be to kind of, to kind of roll over, so to speak and, and let things fall through the cracks. So I'm, and Mitch does a lot of the work. Also, I do really want to put it out there. I think I've said it before. Mitch really does a shit ton of the work for this thing and, and a lot of things. So I'm trying to learn how to pick up more of the mantle because uh, I typically tend to be the idea guy, which to me is just stupid. <laughs> it's not It's not hard to come up with ideas. It's means more to execute them. So uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be executing the shit I make Mitch do. <laughs> um, okay, well, with that being said... Uh, the next kind of bullet point I have is, um, I've kind of talked about some of my future bullet points. So, um, the next one I kind of had was, I, I will admit that I feel very vulnerable about the podcast right now because I don't know what I want it. I, I don't know where we're going with it. Um, when we started it, I think that there was a sense of originality to it, um, it was literally two friends, three questions, and I think that worked. I think as we kept going on, though, we I know I personally felt a sense of responsibility to maybe back off from bigger questions. 
And the reason being is because I have a tendency to walk this really fine line of, of wanting to, wanting there to be a sense of personableness that you're not going to find, uh, with podcast or, or entertainment. I'm very, very influenced by the, the YouTube creators. Um, you know, I've talked about them a lot, but people like, you know, Cody Ko and Danny Gonzalez and, and Drew Goody and, and now especially like Nikki Jakey and, you know, definitely Good Mythical Morning has been a, a huge influence on us, especially here lately. Um, at time right now, I think we're just copying a lot of things just until we kind of find our own footing. Um, I want to be open and talk about how I feel and how I think about things. But the issue with that is, though, and, and we joke about it, but it is true. Me and Mitch are pretty unqualified to talk about things. I think the incels episode was really a, a turning point for me because um, actually Blake Peck kind of got into a few arguments with people. Um, I think there was um, a few, you know, women who were like, well, this, this, this kind of felt shitty. Um, and obviously not our intention, um, but people had pretty, some fairly vitriolic reactions to it. And I think that's fair because it's a very vitriolic subject and I wanted to bring it up to bring awareness for the people who didn't know. And then also to slam them because I, I think it's just a shitty internet thing that, <laughs> that we shouldn't have to deal with, with modern culture. But, um, having, having, <coughs> oh, hold on. Oh, that sweet cherry water. Having our first kind of like, not like backlash that, I mean, that's way too ridiculous, but our first, like it, it was constructive criticism. Nobody outright was just being mean about it, but it feels shitty, especially when your primary people who listen to this are people that you're close with. It felt shitty to kind of feel like maybe I let some, like maybe we let them down a little bit to, male white guys, you know, talking about women's rights is a pretty stupid idea. So I think that was a pretty big turning point for me. And I think if you go back and check not long after that, we started to introduce games and, you know, kind of experiments and just things that I think are fun and that could raise bigger questions. Um, that's why I think we really started to go that route and that and that route felt good um now though when i look at some of my ideas i'm like disappointed in them because it's like well i really don't feel like this is very original um and i have stuff you know written on the schedule down the pipeline that aren't very original and i just don't know if they're going to be good ideas and actually right now it's to the point where if i hear like Rhett and link do a funny idea or, or just do an idea of like oh i've always wanted to do that and actually take the time to to do that um, then I put it on there. Um, but it's, it's hard to know what we're doing. I've heard a lot of people say like, you know, you know, like, you know, do, do this kind of game. You know, I love when you guys do that kind of game or, you know, uh, well, I do kind of miss when you guys would just talk. Um, I, I hear, I hear kind of like both perspectives and, you know, I do, I don't I don't know what to do. So, I have been a little bit more discouraged about the podcast lately because I don't know 
I don't know where the hell we're going with this. And, um, you know, Mitch is a trooper. Mitch will sign on and do anything. Um, but I also like, you know, I don't want to waste his time either. Um, time is a big factor for him as it is me that sometimes really makes it hard to, to sit down and record, you know, cause we have uh, life, we have responsibilities, you know, we have people who care about us, we have families <laughs> and, you know, and we work, you know, if, if we didn't go to work Monday through Friday, um, we'd have all the time in the world and I don't think it'd be an issue. Um, but you know, we're trying to do this in, in line with life and, I think anybody who works on any creative endeavor or any like personal dream can attest to like, it's hard, it's real hard to come home at five o'clock and then like work on something, you know, <laughs> that isn't going to necessarily like garner your basic needs. You know, you're just fulfilling that, that creative endeavor and that creative idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to waste Mitch's time as well as my own with, with, with bad ideas or with a podcast that just turns into, um, like a bad radio show where we're doing like bit after bit after bit. And then we're doing like trendy stuff. Like the next thing, you know, we're going to be like reviewing TikToks or something. Um, so that's kind of where I stand overwhelmed by the support and generosity of the people around us for this but also um fairly discouraged in the sea of uncertainty that is modern life right now um and you know we had a lot of ideas like you know we were definitely thinking about doing uh well i was more so i, I didn't really talk to mitch about it too much but doing like a patreon you know, if anything, just so we can kind of get money each month to just pay for our beer. Like, you know, we like, you know, we're not out to, you know, derive an income, but I always had the thought if the podcast paid for itself, that would be amazing. Um, and, and could pay for small little upgrades and could, you know, buy the beer. And, you know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of really cool ideas. I think that I haven't even thought of until recently about being able to, you know, acquire the same beer and and still drink them and stay apart and you know all that stuff if we had money involved in that it would be a lot more it would be a lot more um uh practical or reasonable to do so uh because you know but in in light of everything going on we're not you know we're not gonna do that we're not gonna ask anybody for any money um because that would be silly <laughs> um you know we so that that's kind of just an example. I bring that up as more of an example of like the bigger issue of the uncertainty and everything and everything going on. It's kind of weird to be like, well, let's start spending more time working on stuff because it's like, well, we don't know where we're at. You know, we don't know where things are going to be. Um, that's kind of just the way I view it. It's kind of like. It's like if you're driving your car and your headlights go out, you're not going to drive faster into the dark abyss <laughs> you're gonna slow down and i kind of just feel like that's kind of what's happening right now which i'm okay with which i think is a reasonable reaction um i just think that as time drags on i think i want to let it not continually affect me and 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 th there's ways where it's, it just will um but i don't want it to continue to affect me 
in a sense if it doesn't have to which is how i'm feeling um yeah so weirdly enough that that kind of surmised everything i i kind of wanted to talk about just kind of give you an update and let you know kind of where i'm at with the podcast and um yeah just just my little check-in obviously it was long-winded mitch can probably surmise everything in like five minutes um but yeah so uh not maybe the most happiest thing i've ever recorded but i think what we'll do is i'll i'll finish it on a on a higher note about some uh drivel that doesn't matter but i will um insert insert this real quick um you know we we are good i think that this is typically how i process things is by talking them through um you know i would i would like to do that with mitch right now but you know obviously you know uh mitch has got stuff going on and you know he needs to deal and process with his you know with his personal stuff uh as do i but this is typically how i do it so there's a pretty good chance you might get some solo episodes from me um maybe doing you know things that i i would like to do but maybe you know like mitch doesn't mitch isn't as into so you know i've thought about just doing a, a giant video game episode um and really putting a lot of structure to it and you know this already has taught me how to better structure my thoughts and ideas. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I'm going to try and do. We'll just see. I'll put it that way. To where I'm still, we're still putting stuff out. You know, we're still giving you some different things. And, you know, we could see how they hit. See how they're, see if they're enjoyable. I don't know. It's really just fun stuff I've always uh, wanted to do. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, uh, you know, thank you guys. So much for i don't know sticking around there's still people who listen to this podcast every week and i have no fucking idea who they are because the number the numbers are so consistent there are 30 people every week who listen sometimes i will be higher sometimes it might be a little bit less but it's around 30 people uh i don't know who the fuck you are so that's dope um anyways i'm gonna wrap this up uh i want to talk about tiger king because here's the thing about tiger king I really liked it. I did not think it was as good <laughs> as everyone, I think, kind of thought it was. Maybe it wasn't even that people thought it was so good. Maybe it was just the intense bizarreness of the whole thing um, that really captivated people. I keep bringing it up, and I maybe somebody will be able to remind me. I don't know if it was like a YouTuber that I watch now or maybe one that's not as popular. They did a video about Joe Exotic. I'm talking like a year ago and, and just talking about how fucking insane he was and in his, and his, and his, uh, presidential run. So I kind of like knew who he was and I definitely didn't expect the documentary to be what it was. Um, and to kind of go into this murder mystery thing, but, um, I, I really do like it. I think it's a, it got a little bit overhyped and I, and also it kind of just got memed into being really popular there is one there's another netflix documentary on right now called how to fix a drug scandal um that one is insane that one to me is like an actually scary you know based in real life kind of documentary so maybe it's a little bit more enjoyable to sit around and watch you know the exploits of joe exotic with everything going on but yeah that one that one's like actually terrifying um 
and and and, and quite enthralling. So, uh, but nobody, nobody really, nobody's really talked about that one. Tiger King has definitely uh, taken taken the lead in a lot of regards. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Those are my thoughts on Tiger King. Uh, I just want to put him out there. I don't, th- I don't think me and Mitch ever got around to talking about it. I, I assume he watched it. He had to have watched it. Mitch, if you end up hearing this part before you record your episode, tell me what you think of Tiger King. Um, yeah, I think that's it, guys. Um, I appreciate you. Um, and hey, we're always down for feedback too. I, I try to say it a lot, but you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bolster a little bit of our social media presence, be a little bit more available. So you know, I always recommend just hitting us up on you know Facebook and just you know. We're, we're always open to feedback. We're always open to ideas and we're always open to hear if we're wrong. Like one is we never finished our D and D episode. So if people actually wanted to hear those and wanted them to come back, then I definitely can bring those back. But, uh, no one seemed upset. So I think I was just going to let it lie. You know, we might do one to surmise the story. Um, but still, um, thank you guys. This was long winded Miller. I'll catch you guys later.